0: One day at a time, one uh, one trade at a time. And I think that's one thing you keep in mind because while he's worried about establishing or concerned with getting a market established for Justin Fields, which I think could be the number one priority there with all the NFL executives assembled, he's also have to, has to be open to the possibility of receiving trade offers for the number one overall pick and what could he do if he did keep Justin Fields and this is what he said about his phone being uh buzzing regularly and his him receiving offers for that number one overall pick. Are you expecting a busier
1: combine than usual? like I'm imagining you're gonna be a pretty popular guy this week everybody yeah. wants to buy you dinner and you
2: talk about all these different assets that you might trade I mean is it going to be a different combine for you? Yeah it feels that way. Yeah. Has it already started? Oh yeah. My phone won't stop. <laughs> how aggressive like, are
1: people? How aggressive are people with fishing for information from other teams to see what you
2: can do with that? Yeah. It's you know it starts slow. We were at Senior Bowl. I know people are kind of poking around. I haven't had like big time conversations with anyone, uh, but everyone wants to. You know, take a temperature of what's going on. Yeah. You do move off the number one pick.
0: We've heard crazy. We've heard historic. All those adjectives used for the amount of compensation you need. What What are you looking for?
2: Yeah, it's hard to say right now. Um, but it's it's got to help our organization significantly to, to move around. Um, because we saw what it did last year. Um, and I'm looking for that type of return to continue to improve our football team.
0: So, I, I wonder, Dan, how you interpret... Some of the conflicting national reports about how <laughs> close – I know it, it is worth a chuckle. You know, Peter King, well-respected, wrote his last column on Monday. He said on the Dan Patrick Show, he's got no firsthand information. It's just a hunch that Ryan Poles is going to trade the pick. We have other information from other well-sourced well, uh, uh, NFL insiders saying that, you know, there's pretty much no doubt the Bears are going to draft uh, Caleb Williams. I I think that probably is self-explanatory, but I wonder, do you think teams are, are still going to make an offer for Caleb Williams? If there is this understanding or maybe an expectation that they're going to draft him.
1: Yeah. I mean, it depends on who it is and, and and where they're picking and what their quarterback situation is. That's why all this stuff is, is so fluid and, and just so interesting to monitor. We're in that gray area. We talked about Justin being uncomfortable in the gray. Well, there's a group of, uh, National and local reporters that are living in the gray every day, uh, and that fatigue creeps up because you're trying to to, to decipher um, rumor from reality and fact from fiction, and 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 go through a process where, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of things that that change and move around. I, you know, I think we've been consistent here in saying like there is momentum seemingly building up toward a potential trade of Justin Fields and a new quarterback being drafted. Peter dropping that nugget at the end of his farewell column is certainly something that gives you, uh, you know, hit the brake pedal and stop for a second because of how connected and, you know, uh, well-rehearsed he is with everything. And you just, you just drop that in and say, it just feels that like that's the way the winds are blowing. Well, Peter usually has a pretty good gauge of the wind, you know? And so you, you just got to, take note of it and then try to find some people that can tell you one thing or another. And until you find anything that has substance, you just, again, you have to be like Justin Fields and be comfortable living in the gray because it's just going to be a, a bit of a turbulent time for the next six to seven weeks.
0: God asks this because you're down there and because you can't rule it out, but you hear some uh, reports about the way Jaden Daniels could shoot up the board. You know that Drake may is under consideration. See the wide range of uh, speculation about his Uh, draft positioning. Uh, J.G. McCarthy has shot up a lot of draft boards already in terms of mock drafts. Any buzz? What kind of buzz is there about the quarterbacks not named Caleb Williams at the combine
1: this week? This is why this is such a unique time for us because these are huge storylines, and they feel so secondary because we are right. so centrally focused every single day on Justin Fields, on the number one pick, on Caleb Williams, and it just feels like that's where 97% of our attention is. And then, you know, like I had a conversation coming out of the Matt Eberflus press conference today that like, look, look we haven't asked Ryan Poles or Matt Eberflus much, if anything, about having the number nine pick. which in most years would be like, man, you're going to get a star from the college ranks who can be an immediate day one starter for you as your, your number nine overall pick. And this is like such a secondary stage from what we're dealing with here as it relates to May and Daniels. I mean, this is a class that is widely regarded as as highly intriguing. It doesn't sound like either of those two guys or Caleb Williams will throw on Saturday during the on-field workouts at Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, So that's something to take note of. But there there is a lot of buzz uh, in the league right now about what this quarterback class is. You add in the the Bo Nicks, the J.J. McCarthy's, the Michael Penix for teams that might be looking to draft a little bit lower down the board. And it brings into central focus for me, David, the amount of, like, available quarterbacks that are intriguing to people, uh, which includes Justin Fields it includes those six prospects that I just named. It includes the free agents like, you know, uh, Kirk cousins and, and potentially Baker Mayfield and and a couple other guys that are on that list as potential guys that could come in and start for you. And you start to, to play that game of, okay, you know, all these teams that are in need of quarterbacks are exploring a lot of different avenues to try to find it. And they're doing what Ryan Poles is doing. They got plan A and then they got plan B, and then they've got a set of contingency plans over here based on what other teams do and what opens up. I use that all as a a meandering talking point to saying like some of Justin Fields' situation may tie back into what other teams try to do elsewhere. And if they strike out down one road then they come back to center and then they they may wind up down that road and so it's just again it's a a, a crazy year and, and and the bears are right in the center of it uh and and we'll see where it all goes
0: away from the quarterback position i felt like the most definitive it sounded like ryan pulls was today is when yeah. he i don't say broke some news but certainly advanced the ball a little bit on the jalen johnson negotiation in talking about the, the You know, he he could tag him. He was asked about it. Jalen Johnson certainly had his best season in the NFL this past year. He backed up his big talk. And it sounds like Ryan Poles, the way he said this today, (laughs) they're close to making a deal.
2: Jalen Johnson. In the process of getting Jalen Johnson done, um, conversations are going well at this time. Uh, We feel like we've done a really good job kind of coming to the table strong, um, showing the respect um, that he's due just in terms of his production through his career and really an emphasis on the turnovers that he created this past year our expectation is that's going to continue to go, um, as he's with the bears. Um, when I say coming strong, that means cash flows are strong. Guarantees are strong. Uh, the term is strong for him. Um, being hit with his age, uh, there's a really good opportunity for him to go back to the market again, um, and continue to earn money and play well. And hopefully that's with the bears for a long period of time. So I'm excited about that. Uh, like I've said about those deals all the time, it takes two to tango and you got to find a, place that everyone feels comfortable with. So uh, I feel really good about that situation. Dan, the cap rose to $255.8
0: million. Jalen Johnson wants to be paid higher than any cornerback in the NFL. Could that be possible because of number one, the caps increase and number two, the Bears really can't afford to lose them?
1: Yeah. I mean, this, this was the symbolic gesture of the uh, manager at the car dealership throwing a whole stack of papers down at the table and putting a pen down and saying, "Okay, sign right here," you right. know. And you go, "Wait a second. Right. If you're Jalen Johnson, you say, "Let let me, let me read through this first. Let me make sure that there isn't some stuff folded in here that that I don't want." Um, but it, it's clear that there's an offer on the table, and I believe it's Chris Ellison who's the lead representation on on Jalen's uh, negotiation on, on the player side. Uh, they've got to decide what's important to them. Ryan didn't give you parameters in those comments that we just played, but he did say that he feels like it's fair money. He feels like the guarantees are good, and that there is a a length of contract, which if you read between the lines of what he said, there is probably relatively short two or three years uh, and positions Jalen to get back into free agency before uh, he's passed his prime, which gives him a chance to cash in again. I do think you're right in bringing up the increase in the salary cap, because what that does now is give you flexibility, you know, to, to be able to put some of those deals out there. And along with that, you have the franchise tag in your back pocket. The bears have until next Tuesday afternoon. To apply that to Jalen Johnson, their hope obviously is to not have to use that to get a long-term extension done uh, and move on and and tend to other business. But in the worst case scenario, Ryan just says, hey, we're going to put the tag on you and we'll continue our negotiations and try to get something done uh, before we get to training camp.
0: Smart play to be that public about it. I think if they're comfortable with their offer and it is considered you know, a fair and a good one. This was maybe the tack, if we remember, with Roquan Smith did not end well. (laughs) And I think that Roquan Smith was maybe different to deal with. But I think this was very similarly worded language or a public show of progress. So I guess you don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. But it sure sounded like there was a degree of confidence from the Bears front office that this was going to get done uh, before the deadline is to tag the player.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, right? And that's the hope. And and certainly the one thing that's clear to me is that Ryan and Matt have been very forward in talking about what Jalen means to their defense and what he meant this last year in responding to a challenge, which was, hey, before we pay you, we want to see ball production. We want to see you take steps up in your development as a top tier cornerback in this league. And, and, you know, for the most part, obviously there's a couple high profile pick sixes that, that Jalen didn't, catch and and return for touchdowns but he played really well and i you know like i think you look at the the pro football reference stats on when he was targeted and it was less than 300 yards given up to opposing quarterbacks with a rating below 52 so he played at a high level you know and he's earned what's coming to him and now you just have to on the player side figure out what what hits the sweet spot for you and and how quickly you want to just cross the finish line on this. And then we'll uh, we'll sniff around a little bit this week to see if they have the same feeling in Jalen's camp that the Bears have that this is nearing a finish line.